Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Welcome to the Kent Online Podcast on Thursday, July the 30th. Our top story today, former Kent MP Charlie Elphick is facing the real prospect of going to prison after being found guilty of sexual assault. The Conservative, who represented Dover, had denied all three allegations made against him but was convicted following a trial at Southwark Crown Court. Steve Waite was in court for Kent Online today. Steve, what was it like there? I was sat probably about 10 foot away from Elphick. He had his back to me and as the verdict was read, he lowered his head slightly and glanced across to his legal team. His wife wasn't in court to see the verdict and she left in a hurry um, by taxi about 20 minutes later on her own uh, he then left with his legal team making no comment but he will be back at this court on september 15 to be sentenced and the judge warned him that he is potentially facing a custodial sentence One assault happened in 2007 at his Westminster home and was reported to police 10 years later. Another woman went to police saying she'd been groped by the former politician during separate incidents in 2016. It took a jury a day and a half to find the 49-year-old guilty of all three counts and, as Steve said, he'll be sentenced on September the 15th. Natalie Dawson from the Crown Prosecution Service spoke outside court and paid tribute to the victims. Their bravery and strength um, is absolutely incredible um, and I really would like to hope that um, these convictions and this prosecution demonstrate um, that their accounts have been taken seriously. Mr Elphick's wife Natalie, who is the current Dover MP, left court shortly after the verdict and later tweeted... Today's verdict is one that brings profound sorrow. It ends my 25-year marriage to the only man I have ever loved. I would ask for some personal space and time to come to terms with the shocking events of the last three years. I will not be commenting further. You can read about the rise and fall of Charlie Elphick at Kent Online. Kent Online News. A woman's been arrested on suspicion of assault following a stabbing in Faversham. Police were called to Church Road last Sunday after a man in his 40s managed to knock on the window of a house to get help. Swimmers who used a public pool near Folkestone have been contacted after traces of a bacteria were found in the showers. Legionella was discovered in the women's changing rooms following routine tests at Hythe Swimming Pool in South Road. The District Council says the risk is very low. A travelling circus in Kent is set to restart tours after its co-owner woke up from a coma a month after being hit by a car while cycling. 62-year-old Roger Santos is still in a critical condition in hospital after it happened on the A2 near Bapchild last month. He's part of the Santos Circus, which tours the county. Bosses say performances will be running again from August the 5th. A Swanley man has been speaking about his ongoing recovery from coronavirus two months after leaving hospital. Darren Moore spent 50 days at Darren Valley in Dartford. A month of that was in a coma, where he returned home at the end of May, but is continuing to feel the effects of the virus and has been told it could be 18 months before he's completely better. 
The recovery period is longer than the hospital stay. Um, the consultants told me that, uh, that anyone who's been in a coma for any reason, um, it takes approximately one week for every day that you've been in that coma. Um, obviously with the COVID, and in my case with the diabetes added in as well, that recovery period is going to take a lot longer. And I, I was told it's probably going to be close, closer to 18 months before I'm absolutely back to normal. Um, as Lisa yeah. said, I do feel stronger, a lot stronger than I did eight, ten weeks ago. But there's still a long way to go, and I still can't. I still can't walk very far. Uh, everything's an effort. Is it good days and bad days? Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, there's for the last five weeks, the good days have outweighed the bad days. But the bad days, they are bad. So there's a lot of pain in my legs, a lot of pain in the body generally, um, and that's just that's just the muscles rebuilding themselves. Um, the uh, I lose a lot of appetite as well if I have a bad day, and really can't don't can't be bothered to do anything because I know that whatever I do is going to hurt. Um, so there's there's days like that, but then you do get good days, and we've been out for day trips, um, we've had friends over, for, um, as and when we've been able to, we've been out we've we've been out to see friends as well. Um, so I, I've been out and about. Do you look back at what life was before COVID, COVID I suppose? Yeah, I mean, to, to an extent, I can't remember anything between January and March anyway. Um, but, yeah, just going back to parties and di different pictures on your phone where we've been out for days or we've been around friends' houses and things like that. And all of that is sort of, that's missing at the moment because I just can't, I can't do more than about two hours around someone's house or sitting down talking to people without starting to feel tired. Mm. I mean, that's even 10 weeks later, so. What are the main sort of symptoms, as I say, the long COVID symptoms that you're still getting now? Is it the fatigue that's so, feeling it? How, how yeah. talk me through that? So, for, so the fatigue, it's a strange one because you feel worn out. You don't feel tired or sleepy, but you feel worn out. It's like you've, it's like you've done a big stint of exercise, or in my case, played maybe two games of football back to back, and you just can't do anymore. You just need to lay down. Um, and then as a repercussion of that, uh, your muscles then start tensing up. Um, when, your mus when your muscles tense up, I tend to get a lot of sharp shooting pains. Um, so that then stops me from going to sleep naturally anyway. Um, and insomnia is part of the COVID symptoms that they've identified. Um, and it, it is, it is, it's basically those three things just absolutely destroy your day. I mean, the, the fight I'm going through now is, is a better fight than obviously when I was in a coma and under the... Uh, under the various drugs I was under in the hospital, but yeah, he, he, he's got, you've got to be—I've got to be grateful for the fact that I've come out the other side yeah, of the definitely. hospital visit, and now I'm just in a case of getting back, getting myself back together again. Meantime, a young woman from Gravesend who survived sepsis is urging people to understand its symptoms amid concerns it could affect COVID-19 survivors. One in five people who've been treated in hospital for coronavirus could develop the condition within a year of being discharged, according to the UK Sepsis Trust, with the charities urging the government to invest in an awareness campaign. Jessica Tuffield recovered from it twice and says it's important you know what the signs are. For example slurred speech and confusion, you've got no passing urine all day, you've got discoloration, breathlessness. So they're common symptoms and sometimes they are very similar to your flu and your cold and this is why people do need to know the, 
the similarities but also the differences. Work has started on the site of what's set to be a major new film studios in Kent. Developers say they've reached a brilliant moment by getting preparation work underway at the former Newtown Railway Works in Ashford. It's set to open in 2022 and could be home to Netflix, Amazon and HBO. It's thought a collapsed piece of masonry at Rochester Castle has forced it to be closed until further notice. A message has been posted on the Visit Medway website saying it's been shut due to unforeseen circumstances. The council, who manage the castle on behalf of English Heritage, has yet to confirm the full reasons for the closure, but it's believed specialists are now being brought in to assess the structure. And a Spitfire, painted with the names of nearly 80,000 NHS heroes, will fly across Kent this weekend. The plane, which has had thank you printed on the underside of its wings, has been making journeys across England during lockdown. The aircraft restoration company now want people to nominate a healthcare worker to have their name put on it. You can find out where to see the flyover at Kent Online. And while you're there, you can head to the in-depth section today for a look back at Kent's peers and what they look like now. That's it for today, but you can also now subscribe to the IM News app to access all KM Group newspapers. Head to ilifmediasubs.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.